everyone. It is another week, and, or I guess bi-week, and that means it's another episode of Unlimited Railworks, video game to choose anime podcast. I'm your host, Rose, and we're finally all here, which means LV is here. Hello. Hi, LV. It's been a hot minute. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. You've been on... <laughs> All sorts of journeys, I feel like. Trials, uh, tribulations. Yeah. I'm still on a journey. I, I'm like, I'm reaching. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, but for anyone who has personally reached out to me, thank you. But it is, I'm glad to be here. I'm really, I'm sincerely happy to be here. I, 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 I am really happy to be here back with you guys to talk I'm about. I'm happy too. To talk <laughs> about anime. There was a pause yes. there. It sounded very hesitant. I didn't mean to pause there. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm very glad that you're here as well. Uh, we missed you during our uh, rundown of the new season stuff. Uh-huh. I always love having I, you I around can, for I that. I can only imagine. <laughs> uh, there were some real bangers this year, but uh, uh-huh. we'll, we'll talk about that on another episode because we've kind of booked this episode up. Uh-huh. Uh, which, by the way, you know, th- the boys are here too. Hi. John. The lads. Hi. And Maverick. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. I'm always glad that you're both here also, to be clear. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I got the distinction that that wasn't the case. Um, immediately <laughs> I was just like, episodes. oh, thank fucking God. Elvis here. <laughs> Finally. Oh, so horrible. No. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe I have some ire in my heart towards you, Maverick, for making me watch Fully Coolly Progressive. Uh, hey, now. No, hey, just, now. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad I watched it even though uh, we'll get into it in a little bit um yeah we're here to talk about fully coolly uh specifically progressive and alternative the sequels released in 2018 on toonami uh i think what we're going to do is discuss progressive first and then alternative second uh we'll probably like you know mingle a little here and there about what we're talking about like we'll probably go like which they changed in alternative or whatever you know (laughs) stuff like that uh but uh yeah i figured we get into it you know so fully cool you know that was a series from the early 2000s made by gainax all about you know adolescence really i think that would be the term to use right growing up i guess Mm -hmm. to an extent um and uh these i i suppose these these are trying to go for similar concept you know uh Uh, progressive is very specifically trying to do the same thing but with a girl instead of a boy nauta in the original uh here we have hidomi um and they're trying to do the same thing but uh with progressive it's uh i don't know what i don't know if they did that i don't know what they did uh but we'll get into that um so this was made by production ig since gainax is obviously not real anymore (laughs) really um it was made in conjunction, like I said, with Toonami, uh, some people at Cartoon Network and stuff, Adult Swim specifically, I guess you could say. Uh, but it, it's it's a lot of the people, Production IG was people who worked on the original Fully Cooly. Like, it's, when Gainax broke, like, most a lot of people went to Trigger and a lot of people went to uh, Production IG. And uh, I think you can definitely tell the, the uh, like, Die Buster lineage here, in my opinion. I think that uh, specifically uh, alternative later uh, definitely looks a lot like Die Buster a lot of the time. Um, but they went for a different style with both of these shows than the original, which was a lot more like, 
you know, of its time, certainly, but a lot of more heavy lines and uh, a lot of colors, uh, a lot of different, really vibrant colors and stuff. Uh, they went for something different. I'm not sure what. They went for something different for every episode with Progressive. Um, but they still had the pillows, which is good, <laughs> doing the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, Elvie, since it's been a while sure. since you've been here. How about we start with you? How about you talk sure. about how you felt about Progressive? Fully sure. Cool. I guess before I go into Progressive, um, to go into my relationship with the original FLCL. Yeah. Um, not really much of one, <laughs> to be quite honest. Like, um, I was not, um, and I did rewatch it just for the sake of, you know, reconnecting um, with the sequels we ended up did watching. Um, I, yeah, I don't feel that strongly about the original Fully Cooly either compared to, I think, a lot of other people. Um, you know, rewatching it now as an adult, kind of past that awkward stage of what the main character, the main protagonist was going through, you know, young boy named Nauta in, um, who was like maybe 12, he's like a preteen in the original FLCL. Um, uh, I, I, you know, it might be just the fact that I had a difficult time of like connecting or like not, I, I, I guess relating is the issue with some of the stuff it was just kind of going into on top of like the, the zaniness the wackiness of, of it uh, but very much rewatching it now it's like okay there's a lot of things to this that i think was very specific to the time it aired and like for the purposes of like what it was airing for so for flcl to kind of have sequels is a little weird to begin with and i remember when that was like going around right and there was that whole confusion too because like was this an april fool's joke and it's like oh no they actually did make full-on series and all that uh like full on two more series connecting to the original FLCL. Um, so yeah, so conceptually like this making a sequel for something like that, that I feel like was tied to a very specific time period um, and kind of zeitgeist in its own way is a little weird. Um, but it, it did happen. And you know, that's what we're talking about now. Progressive. Um, progr- and FLCL is weird. It, it's an inherently a weird series like no one even yeah. people who love it can't really explain what's going on with it beyond like something something allegorical to puberty something something allegorical to sex very blatantly so um progressive is weirder more so that uh you know as i think a couple of you were talking about in our you know our group chat um how i it, it does feel like it adapted a lot of the surface elements of the weirdness of SBLCL, but didn't really do anything with it in a coherent or meaningful way. Um, and I think the problem stem- stemming mostly from the fact that it it's it has like a lot of underdeveloped characters, which again sounds odd to say for a series that is only six episodes, and a lot of these characters are only like kind of given to us in a lot of these bite-sized, crazy chunks. Um, but. Right. I think Progressive's biggest issue is that I don't think it knew who... I think it didn't know who its main character was or if it's supposed to have a main character. Comparatively so to FLCL where it's very clearly, um, you know, despite how nonsensical it is, there is like a clear, I think, at least by a halfway point, you kind of get there's a clear center point. This is through the lens of this like preteen boy who is coming to terms with his own, like, um, ter- concept of, like, sex, sexuality, growing up, and, like, all these other things, and, you know, tied to the other people around him who are kind of gr- grappling with their own concept of what maturity is. Progressive, 
progressive we have progressive we start off I, I personally thought in the first episode we start off a little strong in the first episode mm-hmm. so we clearly have like this young woman and you know she's a little older than the original main character so between the sequels right we're, we're getting into character that's slightly going older and older you know we now she's like this character is like 15 or 16 right um and it's like okay i get the issue she has anxiety maybe <laughs> She has like she has like these like she's very withdrawn from the world. She's very antisocial. There's something going on here. Like okay, I see that's what the thesis is going on here. But as we get more and more into it, we're introduced to these other characters where I feel like the spotlight is not very consistent over as to who we should care about. And then it starts introducing these like boys, and I felt more attached to them than Hidomi, who's who's supposed to be the main character. And I'm like, it felt like that was a show. This is a show meant for them. And then the sh- and then this whole and then progressive starts circling back onto onto the same themes the original FLCL was going through, which I felt like was at odds as to what we were presented with to begin with in regards to what the main character's issue actually is with Hidomi. Um and it yeah, it just it just felt like there was like a lot of clashing elements in regards to taking away some of the sort of exact same surface level stuff in the original series that did not mesh well with like what we're presented with here. And I think the most um Frustrating part two was, you know, we have the return of, you know, um, Haruko, who is a kind of the only main recurring character throughout all of these series and within the FLCL franchise, I guess, at this point. I don't know if I would argue if it's a franchise. It's not that, you know, like huge, but probably it is a franchise. I mean, we're getting grunge and shoegaze, so like, Uh, at that point... (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, and then then you have Haruko who comes back, who as is, is already like... A multi-layered character who I'm not quite sure how to define as to what her purpose is and her agenda is, but then she kind of comes back in a weird manifestation that also somehow makes even less sense. And you know, she 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 kind of she you know, and progressive, she now has this other character that is technically a part of her, like this duality thing going on with Yin and Yang, etc. Or she supposedly split in two, and then I don't know, her objectives here didn't quite make as much sense compared to what felt like a pretty defined goal in the original FLCL. Yeah. Like, she felt, yeah, she felt like an annoying um, flanderization of herself here. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, she's she's insane. She's crazy. You know what I mean? She's like, <laughs> she's just a, a, a frustrating, exaggerated version of herself where she seemed very selfish in such a way that was way too at odds with everything else going on and seemed very... She seemed like a, she like seemed like too much of a misdirect, and she didn't have really that chemistry that I think was important in the in the original FLCL as to yeah. why is she here to begin with. Like I feel like they sh- they they introduced Jinyu right, her other half or yeah. whatever, yeah, and yeah. and I feel like they should have just focused only on her. Had Jinyu, yeah, yeah that I feel like interesting, especially since Haruko is in you know alternative, and she's way more normal in alternative, right. <laughs> Uh, I think, like, it would have, like, I realized they were trying to do their epic comeback or whatever, right. but um, it just felt like you got this character, you, you're you getting fucking Miyuki Sawashiro to voice mm-hmm. her, and uh, you're just not using her. Mm-hmm. You're, just, you're just falling back on the old thing, and it's like you could have done something new to, like, further expand your universe and ideas, and they just did not. Yeah. I think I think especially another frustrating thing is that I personally thought <clears throat> a lot of visual sequences in Progressive was very interesting and I think <clears throat> really cool, especially in how I think it was consistent with the initial vision of the original FLCL, especially 
with playing around with different art styles and <clears throat> I, th I thought like the dream, the nightmare sequences, if <laughs> rather, or not dreams, the nightmare sequences, every opening of the first, every, uh, ah, every episode opening, um, I thought those are really cool and interesting, but then we don't really do, they, they don't really capital, they don't really give us a great payoff as to why we're getting those sequences either, right? And again, drawing back to the fact that I am not sure who the main character was supposed to be, or if like, I'm not, sh you know, it didn't feel like there was the payoff of like what we were supposed to be seeing as character development and growth and resolution and didn't really feel like much because I wasn't attached at all to much ado of any of these characters in Progressive. Music's still there a banger was... though. The music is still a banger, yes. though, and, and that's consistent and I, across I, all the series. <laughs> I do, I do think you're right about um the uh. It just it just escaped my my mind. <laughs> uh, about the characters, uh, the character relationship, the characters, yeah. Yes. So the characters, it's like to me, um, my problem was fundamentally like, Fooly Cooly is very much a show of aesthetics, mm -hmm. right? The original, it's it's super about aesthetics. It's super about you don't have to go so hard deep because you're visually representing what you're trying to say, mm -hmm. right? Like they are they're doing a ton of that here. The the visual quality they are they are doing fun stuff every now and again like they 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 have episode five in particular like looks really good when yeah. they do the sh the the style shift yeah yeah um and there are a couple good of the like dream sequence things like that one rotus i don't know i don't know if it's rotoscope but like the ink brush one mm, uh, mm -hmm. that one looked really good like there's stuff that they're doing that's great but like when it comes to like actually their visual direction i think my wife said this it feels like they don't have a good director mm-hmm for the scenes like there's no scene direction going right. on and they can't convey ideas that much and it also seems like they realize that because every conversation is them explaining right. characters right. like like vocally like the the scene that made me really frustrated was in episode two we see uh ide the glasses boy yes. the love interest for the main character and Hidomi sees him working after school and yeah. they explain that he's poor so he has to work right. in the scrapyard but the dude just says out loud, he pretends to be the innocent class clown uh, mm -hmm. who just has brings a smile to everyone's face. But really, here, he's just working hard. And it was just like, you're just saying that. You didn't show me that at all. I don't think he's a class clown character. I don't know why you're saying this. Like, then uh, there's so many examples of that later. Like, in episode uh, four, I think it is, that has the rental girlfriend. Yes. Maybe three. Mm -hmm. Um and they're just saying again, like, this is this dude's character. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say what his deal is. I'm not going to show this through his actions or, like, anything else. And it just makes everything feel just really amateur uh, in a really weird way. Because, again, like, like not to just set this up saying this over and over again, but, like, alternative is way more normal. <laughs> like, yeah. And they were made at the same time. Right. Uh, it's really... It's really strange to me. Yeah. Um, the word direction is, yeah. I would say even misdirection. Like, again, like, yeah. just, again, going back to the, what I feel like, and, and I think you seem to be agreeing with me, the core problem with Regressive is the characters, and they're, it's not clear what their arcs were supposed to be. Again, Hidomi, the first no. episode is telling me she, she, yeah, she's just withdrawn from the world. You know, the headphones is a very obvious metaphor. Like, oh, she's closing, you know, off everything. You know, that's... <laughs> It's just very low. Yeah, the world ends with you. Yeah, and then it's like, oh my gosh, the whole thing where like 
she's upset, you know, like over her father and like, is he ever going to come, you know, all back and her, you know, her mom clinging onto this business over, you know, and then, but then for them to just be like, oh, also she's actually has a crush on E-Day. I don't know. I felt like, huh? Like, you know, I felt like those two things were not supposed to like, no, you, like you, I, like why yeah. did we need her to have this forced infatuation with this boy we didn't she didn't really connect with at all no to compare the um to compare to the original right with uh mummy me it's like i mean nauta it's like it totally everything about that relationship makes sense they they show it consistently they have her being a freak fucked up dynamic going on yeah he's jealous of his of his his brother stuff like that like it it all barely any interaction until she like her her brain breaks and then now all of a sudden he cares about her um (laughs) and she gets like a nosebleed just looking at him and it's like you've coexisted this whole time with nothing happening absolutely absolutely i i like if i i i think like if I were to edit this show, you know, we're just keep, you know, keeping Jinyu and then maybe focusing it on the three boys. I think that would have been very interesting. I actually, I really like the Aiko character. You know, she's the, the rental girlfriend here. I, I, yeah, like, they, they don't use her. Everything in the show was interesting that, and it just sadly fell apart because the actual main character just did not work. Yeah. Cause it's like, to, to draw the comparison the world ends with you right neku is wearing his headphones he's not talking but you're he, you're hearing him talk right his mm-hmm. inner monologue all the time and there's like basically no inner monologue outside of the dream sequences here which are fundamentally at their core just an excuse to do some stylization with the animation right. really like they're not actually like the idea of rotting and stuff like that totally makes sense for like a pubescent girl to feel right but like the zombie one's like the only one where it really feels like okay you had an idea the rest is just like yeah that's uh that's happening but yeah those are my personal feelings about progressive mm-hmm. no thank you i yeah i agree uh maverick i'd be curious to hear you uh talk about it because because i i think what stuck out to me that i agreed with when you said it completely that really put a lot of my ideas into place was when you said that who thought it was a good idea to add lore to fully cool <laughs> Oh, yeah, uh, no, Progressive blows, and specifically for the yeah. fact that it just, like, it weirdly tries to present the original in this, like, level of reverence, and I don't know, like, I'm someone that very much, like, I, uh, what is it, back in, like, 2008, whenever I was, like, 12 to 14 years old, I specifically remember there was a summer that I watched Fully Cooly, Gunbuster, and Gurren Logan, and that's why I'm the way I am now, like, Mm-hmm. very much the formative shows that sort of like helped to establish what I would eventually get into and thinking about fully coolly progressive and alternative there are a lot of things that kind of just like affect that overall perception part of it is like I don't know guy, like we said Gynex doesn't exist anymore but then that also means that specifically the way that this show came about as an OVA between some of the stuff that they are already putting out on TV, like right on the offset of like Karikano before they're really getting into like other material, in between all of the Evangelion stuff as well. Like it definitely felt like a production out of a studio going through a lot of different things at once versus here where, yes, both are products of Production AG, but then at the same time, it's like Production AG, I only know more so for 
the consistency animation wise, but then there's no direct like studio person that I could say like, oh, who is that particular like person that's coming out of production IG, if that makes sense. Like still at a time where the concept of an animation direction for one studio is really like apparent versus now where it's kind of coming back together, but then that also comes with an awareness of the level of overwork that a lot of the studios face at the same time. And so it's not like necessarily as revered in the process, but not to go along with that, like it tries to do this weird level of like calling back to the original in a way that doesn't really make sense. Cause like, there's some joke where there's two characters. Um, like, I think one who's supposed to be the uh, rental girlfriend's, like, father figure and the um, old man that, like, hangs out around them who's just in an, a walking, like, uh, Ashtano Joe joke the entire time. He's going up to kids and it's like, oh, you got the making of a champion. And that's all he exists to do because they also remember on the big checklist of, like, things to do for a fully coolie show oh you gotta reference um older shows or whatever I, again it feels like there's a big checklist of things that they yeah. have to take care of and it's like are we hitting it you are but i don't think you're actually hitting to the point of like a competent television show and i think uh, mm-hmm. i was really frustrated by uh conti the robot uh who just shows up at the end it's just like it's such a piss take to me of just like mm-hmm. he's here you love it you love fully coolie it's just like uh that in the scene in episode end of episode one maybe episode two where they just start saying fully coolie oh yeah and i mean like it also just comes up at random because in the original it just comes up when like now it's talking with his dad because uh, yeah. Haruka showed up and he's just like I'm, there he's basically saying oh you're trying to like uh, screw her aren't you you know furikuri euphemism for whatever you want to mean it, it's the fact that it means nothing it, it's yeah you, you, and here it's kind of that as well but then also you don't really know who's saying it it's all just in conjunction with Haruka taking off her disguise as the uh, teacher who is also talking about like the point of adolescence and whatnot. And it's like, I I think the thing that also hurts is the fact that without it being explicitly stated, like here um, for progressive and alternative, like the conflict is more or less, I like how things are right now and I'm scared of things changing and that's sort of like an undercurrent for a lot of this. Whereas Naoto's um, problem was more so everything is so stagnant. I want to grow up and I want to go and experience things as an adult. And having to come to terms with the fact that, you know, the most grown up thing you could do is recognize that there is still a level of childhood left in you and adapt to that and like accept that there is a like tinge of not like um humanity but just like recognize that like you'll get there eventually but don't rush to get to that point because there's still so much time in between that that you should cherish as a result and it's interesting to have those different directions when it comes to basically like addressing how the perception of the world was back when that show was dropped in like 2000 2001 and where those same people are now 
not the uh, same production team, so like where that audience is now in 2018 when this originally came out. But at the same time, Progressive really just drops the ball because then it's trying to say, okay, you know, what if um, when Haruka met uh, Adamisk, it didn't go well and she couldn't take it, so now she's two people. The person that wants to do better and then the person that wants to go back and then they don't do anything with that. What if we had unspecified regions where some people spoke Japanese and some people didn't because that's how the world is and then we kind of just leave that where it is we there's like a the faintest idea of gender roles that like goes nowhere like I specifically remember like in the initial thoughts like oh what if like is this a trans character it is like um I, I think some people thought like what if this was like now to have a trans now and like I definitely don't think that would have been a show that like handled any of that like with any tact, but that was at least an idea. <laughs> it would be an idea, and that's that's like the main thing, right? This this show doesn't feel like like I I don't even think like when you get into like w- the the core narrative, quote unquote, that they're trying to talk about of just like or like just the representations of Hidomi's problems, right? Of just like I want to have a boyfriend, but I'm anxious. Yeah. And also my dad is gone, uh, like left and that makes me feel weird. It's like, all right. We only get those because like, someone like actively tells us that that's says happening. That, uh-huh. that hap- yeah, that's what I mean. Like there's no, there's no actual like intersection between that and the, the main, my main problem is there's no intersection with that and the aesthetics. Like that's the whole point of the original, yeah. the idea of the horn coming out of the head, right? Uh, and specifically original. because of the things that happen in that original show. The reason yeah. why there's all of the uh, swing the bat, like baseball iconography is because Nauta's older brother was a like baseball um, ace or whatever. And that was his ticket to go to the States, move out, live a new life. And with that comes like everything else kind of just like weighing down on Nauta in terms of like, oh, I guess this is all the things that I inherit instead of realizing like, no, I'm my own person. My brother's somebody else. I get to now live my own life. And that means, you know, embrace the childhood that I have before all these other things that come up afterward. And then here it's like, I like, th- th- I think, like, why did they just have the shantytown from Kill a Kill? There? <laughs> like, straight up. Like, that's just that. Like, that's not even like, yeah. <laughs> it's not even like trying to create, like, like, I think about like, Later they do, it's not that much, but right, like not to get ahead, like in in alternative, they have the shopping mall, right, as an aesthetic to surround the iron later. Um, And that alone combined with just this like really normal place, but that they're like introducing things like, you know, like the pins and other stuff like that's that alone is creating a vibe of the things that they're trying to get into. Uh, And it's just like, there's none of that reflected here. This is just, you made a fake anime town, you know? Like, they're going to school and doing things. Like, they don't even, I couldn't even tell you what any of their interests are, you know? Like, any of these characters. That one kid, I guess, wears a skirt, right? Because, I don't know. Because he likes fashion, want... I guess. 
I guess it just ended up feeling like they were just trying to make like some sort of like, yeah, and that's cool. Or they were trying to be but progressive. Also, but also, he was the loser who needed to pay a rent a girlfriend. Yeah, so it's like, no hmm. you know, it's like, what is going on? Yeah, there's no consistency. Yeah, a there's lot. like. <laughs> uh... No, it truly it's was like, like, what if we what? made fully coolly woke in 2018? Yeah, and it's like, yeah, yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, like also psych, because it's just like, then it's just like the most basic thing of like, yeah, and then you get a boyfriend. Oh, right, and that like, um, the guy that I mentioned before is supposed to be like Amaro's like son or something. Yeah, that guy is, yeah, I, if you want to talk about like, 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 like you said you, you liked, uh, Aiko, is that her name? Yeah, yeah, Aiko. You said you liked Aiko, and I agree. I liked Aiko, too, just from her vibes, obviously. But, like, they don't do anything. Yeah. She just becomes a tree. She, she becomes plant. <laughs> and it's like, why does that happen? <laughs> like, there's just so much. Like, I think about also when I think of, like. Also underutilized. Yeah. Like, again, the more interesting aspects of the show was just underutilized. She should have. See, if this was. And Alternative does this well with Haruko, where Haruko's working every job. I just think of, like, if they made a joke of she's dating someone new as a rental girlfriend in every episode, that would have been something, you know, with her. And it would have given her more time to, like, exist in the framework of the narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't. She's just the rental girlfriend once, and then she doesn't show up until, like, the last episode, basically. We, we do see her, like, date one guy. We see her put money away. Yeah. Again. Yeah, and stuff. Like, Again, why was, no, nothing. Why was deep. Investigation Bureau such an afterthought? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's I'm especially when you consider how man. much. Like, what the fuck? Where was he? The yeah, time? I don't. He showed up twice. <laughs> Just the, the the way that you you compare like it wasn't even used that much in the original, but the way they use the Investigation Bureau stuff in the original it's like so much more you know like it's very distinctive it's very unique like even if it's just as simple as being like that dude has eyebrows you know <laughs> like th- that's enough to be like okay i get it i get a sense for who this is and i'm going to look for it it's like here it's like i don't even know what i i don't know what it it i hmm I don't. Uh, John, do you want to t- talk a little about this? Sorry that I haven't gotten to you yet. I did. I know you. You. You didn't watch it. Rewatch it, right? You did. You just remember pretty firmly. Yeah. Basically, uh, I used the power of memory because I. I watched. <laughs> I watched Alternative when I was when it was new, or no, I watched Progressive when it was new, and then I never got around to watching Alternative, and um, Progressive. Yeah, I just. <sighs> I just remember watching every every episode as it was airing and just kind of sitting there and just like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> What's going on here? Why is yeah. this being made? This just felt like, I don't know. I, I I really don't have anything else to say because yeah, like y'all y'all really like like knocked it out here. It's just like they they just like cranked out something that just did not need to exist and i don't know the way that i thought about it when i was watching it um and you know i'm like of course i wouldn't truly know either but it felt like they made a show to try to like convey how puberty feels for a girl 
but they didn't have any girls to actually help write it. So they just it was basically just like, hey, you know what? When I was when I was a teen, this is how I thought felt uh, thought girls felt instead of like, you know, actually having a woman's perspective. Like, I don't know. Maybe there were w- women on the writing team. I don't know for sure, but it's just what it felt like. Uh, yeah, like, I think, I, I think, like I said, like, it's, uh, it really, um, the, the closest they get is the stuff with, like, the zombie scene, I think, of representing an idea of, like, puberty feelings. That's, like, the closest they get. No, and for sure. I mean, like, yeah. Uh, even that's, like, vague enough to mean anything, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's one of those just kind of, so, like, happy accident uh, things where it's just like, yeah, I guess, I guess you're right, sure, whatever, um yeah it it just doesn't go anywhere there's no and and, and yeah like you know we we talk the thing i was also thinking a lot about how i feel about fully cooly the original these days and like there's a lot of good stuff in there and i do still appreciate yeah. the original fully cooly but I definitely, if I watched it today, I would not feel anywhere near as like, wow, this is incredible, like I did when I was younger. Like, that show, the reason why that show took off so well is because it was on Toonami, on Adult Swim, like the exact right moment, where we were all teens, and we were like, yeah, we're, we're staying up late to watch Japanese cartoons, and they're all with fighting and swearing and you can kind of see their boobies sometimes and it's like it was it's a show that like it real like the original fully cool just gets young people and it's it's super great for that but yeah like as someone who's nearing 30 you know i don't I don't need more Fooly Cooly. And like when 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 the new Fooly Cooly came out, when when Progressive and Alternative came out, Progressive trying to be new Fooly Cooly for people who were, you know, like aged out of Fooly Cooly, it's just a bizarre thing to try to do. You know, like it just like I don't know. Maybe if like maybe maybe there's younger people out there who watched Progressive. And it hit. And it hit them. Like, maybe it worked for them. I don't know. But also, maybe they just didn't even check it out because it's a fucking sequel to a show that, like, was, what, like, ten years old at that time? You know? Like... Uh, way more than that. Like, fifteen like years. 15? Yeah. Like, they weren't even born yet. So, it's just a really bizarre thing. It's It's such a weird thing that they are... that they made more... And that again, like, and, mm-hmm. like I, I, I mean, I still think it's weird that they're making even more, like that they're doing grunge and shoegaze. But like, I don't know. I mean, like, 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 talk, I know talking. I know we're gonna move over to alternative soon, but it's just like, like after watching alternative, I'm just like, yeah, you know, like I could go for more now. But I want it to be, like, alternative and not, like, progressive. Like, I want it to just be, like, here's this, like, coming-of-age story with this sci-fi wrapping. Because, you know, like, yeah, like, just trying to be, like, something, like, like, progressive is just trying to capture lightning in a bottle again. And you can't do that. You have to try something new. 
the biggest thing that stands out to me is that there are interviews that you can find with the original showrunner who, like, straight up, when it comes to any sort of discussion about it, mm. uh, Kazuya Surakami will just be like, oh, yeah, I just put stuff in because I wanted to put it in because I thought it was cool because I thought the stuff that would be cool to include was mm. going to rock. That's why, you know... He went out to find the pillows specifically to create the um, like soundtrack because he was already into them and wanted to do a collaboration there. The animation mm-hmm. is deep rooted, not just in like its own fluidity. And I believe that this is like the same person that worked on Dead Leaves, which is also already so creative. And if not. I'm trying to remember if Dead Leaves was like an Imaishi project, and then like you still have Imaishi included in this um, production, like the original OVA as well. And you can definitely tell whenever he's like animating something, or like whenever the boards go to him. And alongside that, like there are references to Lupin the Third, references to like mm. you, you have characters actively talking about. Like the stuff in Ava, which you can also find another interview where famously he's like, I don't get why we're doing an end of Ava. 25 and 26 just work. Shut up about it. (laughs) And I think like that's a lot of the ethos where it's kind of just like, I'm doing this thing. Shut up and appreciate what's in front of you. And with Progressive, the biggest thing it commits is that it tries to go, hey, you know what's cool? Fully coolly. What if we made more? Because that immediately just discredits a lot of what that original fire yeah. had. Mm-hmm. Definitely, that's that's like that is the mood for the whole thing. It's just like there 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 wasn't an idea to make it. It was just there was an idea to make more fully coolly. Mm-hmm. But again, that was my thought watching it, and then I watched alternative, and I was like, well, hold on a second, like. They do have ideas, so I, I am I'm so flabbergasted by this. I keep it's saying so it like, over and over again. I, yeah, I just can't figure it out in my head because it's like, I, I don't know what the teams were like for this. Like it, they had the same writer, okay, for both, which is what makes me feel even more insane that both were written by the same person, because it's like. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They feel like completely different series. It's crazy to me. I, 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 I don't know what else can be said about Aggressive, really, because it's like, it is really hard to even muster up something to say. It's so you know? nothing. Like, it's, it's so nothing. Like, it's, it's nothing. Like, you come away at the end and just be like, so the idea is like she gets in a relationship. Like, like that's it? Like, that's all? Like, they didn't even do anything about her, like her problems with her dad or anything. Like, that she had because they hadn't established it enough to do anything with it. It's such a bizarre series. Yeah. And and yeah, I, I we, we definitely should just move over to alternative here because yeah. like you know, I I, I I I don't I don't know if you want me to just go ahead cuz I I'll just do the I can do the quick sure, description sure, real quick sure. and go then ahead, you can go, go ahead, in. Go I'll say so. Fully Coolie Alternative came out the same like right after this, right? Like immediately after they started airing this one, um, and this one is like I I mean I I find conflicting information because obviously like we uh, 
So they said it's a prequel, right? But obviously it takes place in the modern day. They have smartphones and all this other stuff. Um, really unclear what the lineage there. It doesn't really matter. But, you know, this one is about a girl named Kana, or uh, Kana Boon, as her friends call her. And she hangs out with her three friends, uh, you know, Pets, Hijiri, and Mosan. Uh, and it's just sort of about each of them doing things over the course of, you know, the gradual, I guess it is really a prequel, right? Since it's happening before the irons are there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's this idea of like, they are growing up and having their own problems as the fully coolie stuff starts to like, start happening with aliens and robots and all that other nonsense. Uh, yeah, John, you can go right ahead now that they have that little description. <laughs> Sure. I mean, it's like, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I definitely don't think it's something that you should like really overly think about because yeah, like it's, it's got the irons and all that, but also it just like, you know, shit's just happening to happen, but there's actual character development here. There's like actual arcs and likable characters here. Like the whole group of girls is just like really fun to hang out with. Like this, they, they should have they should have just made 12 episodes of this instead of six and six, you know, like they, uh-huh. um, they do a really good job of like integrating the fully coolness with like a more traditional story. Cause, um, you know, like something, something I would say for both of these fully coolie shows is that, yeah, of course they're nowhere near as like wacky and inventive as original fully coolie was like, there's no, yeah. You know, you mentioned like the eyebrow with guy, there's nothing like that. There's no scene where they're suddenly animated like South park for no reason. You know, like they just, they don't go as, as crazy in this, but you know, it's still like a fun time. Like alternative is just a solid little show with a great cast of characters and like Haruko is like a fun foil. Like she is just an instigator in this. And like, she is constantly just, yeah, you're right. She's doing like all these wacky jobs. She's constantly just starting trouble. She's flirting with everyone's boyfriends and all that. And it's like, but the thing is that she's, she's doing it all for the right reason, which is the funniest part too. Like she is just always just helping each of these girls make the next step forward in their lives whether it's oh i should really break up with this dude or oh i should i should go for asking this guy out not because i should date him but because i need to figure out you know i just shouldn't rush into a relationship or hey i should you know really have faith in my ability as an artist like they're they're all there's these varied relationships that they have and like each each character has their own arc and their own interactions and then you know you could even say like oh well pets doesn't really have one but like they kind of use that as part of the plot and then she kind of has her own little arc too and you know it's it's a sad bit and like it's not really about it's it's less about her and more about and more about the rest of them but like i i think it's just a a, a well-written story and yeah again like it's not anywhere like it's 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 not like gonna be any anyone's classic or anything like i definitely think that if this wasn't called fully coolly it would have just been like yeah this is this nice little ova you know check it out and people would have dug it and you know it would have been one of those like like under the radar shows that you should check out kind of things but because it's a fully coolly thing now it's like 
ugh. Remember when they tried to bring Fooly Cooly back? This is nothing like old Fooly Cooly. And it's like, yeah, it's not anything like Fooly Cooly. And it's kind of a bummer that it's like, it's not like the original. But at the same time, like, this is just fine. It's good. It's just good. Like, really, the like, like I would just say, like, my only, like, really major complaint is just that they, you know, they, 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 they have a fat character and they pretty consistently make fat jokes about her. But, like, they also, like, in the same breath, like, have her be, like, a really well-written character and, like, all of her friends love her and everything. And it's just, like, it's just one of those things where it's just, like, yeah, you very obviously care about this character and, like she's cool but also you you know whoever was writing this also had to just be be like the fat people are still pretty crazy huh isn't that fucked up that they're fat and it's just like all right but i liked it yeah i liked it no yeah that was the i i think genuinely like the thing that frustrated me the most with it was really like I, the fat jokes like it just felt so insane because like they like you said like they, they were humanizing her you know like they were not just humanizing her that makes it sound way worse than it was <laughs> i guess but you know like it, they were they were they they were talking about her as a, like a, a character that wasn't just that versus the you know the in progressive the the like fat character in that they make like they only made like one fat joke with him but like it was still like he didn't have anything else going on right so it stuck out a little yeah like and only it, a little it was, it, was like it was one of those things focus yeah it was one of those things where it's it was like if they had done it like maybe once or twice it would have been like oh maybe especially because like she she played along with it sometimes they could have very much just been like yeah. she's in on the joke she she, she doesn't mind you know like it's you know, people can do whatever, do whatever they want, you know, that's one thing, but yeah, it's, it's just, it's just that they do it, like, at least once an episode, basically, and it's just like, all right, relax a little bit, you know, like, please. Yeah. But otherwise, um, it's just fun, it's just good. Yeah, it's fun. I, I, but the thing that I really liked about it was it really, like, by focusing on all four of those girls... Um, and I think, like, it is to the detriment of, like, I don't think they have, like, any guys in that show that are really examined outside of the, uh, galactic immigration guy, mm-hmm. um, who, who I do like, even though he's very limited in his, uh, role. Yeah. Um, but I think it's fine because you end up with this idea of they had themes they wanted to discuss and they do it through their actions and the aesthetics and the things that they're doing in the show. And I think whereas the original Fooly Cooly, like obviously they have a lot of characters and do stuff with them. It is still fundamentally about Naoto, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, it is all about him. And here I think they struck a really good balance of the idea of like no person is an island right and like how like especially for like young women you know like you get in all of those social situations and stuff like that like they were dealing with um and the way that uh kana always wants to butt in and do stuff you know Mm -hmm. it it helps them do cover the ground of like having stuff go on for all of these different characters and still like focus on her you know like there's it's it's just a good balance mm-hmm. it's a really good balance and there's like no balance in progressive at all 
Um, but uh, I wanted to hear uh, what Maverick had to say because I know Maverick, you 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 really you really liked it, as far as I can tell. I think you really liked it. Yeah, honestly, it's up there for like it. It's up there for the original Fully Cooley for me. If you are yeah. tackling again that idea of like, if you originally are coming in with this very like uh, tapered idea of I want to grow up so quickly. And the thing I have to learn is that I have to take my time, like, getting to that eventual point of responsibility and maturity to flip that on its head and say, you know, I want to stay exactly the same and with how things are. And the thing I need to learn is to accept change as it comes. This definitely does a great job of really leaning into how that would, like, flip itself and really... Just, like, present, especially a character who, like, I think gets to this really fantastic principle. Because I I think a lot as well about how there's a little bit of, like, Ericksonian social psychology present with some of Fully Or at least, like, the interpretation that can come up. And a quick psych lesson, Eric Erickson was a psychologist who specifically had come up with this theory of... Um, psychosocial development as it pertains to various stages in life where you're often given a conflict and your mastery or ability to like overcome this conflict provides you a core value so to say and from infancy it's this idea of like trust versus mistrust are you in an environment where you as like a literal baby feel secured safe and attended to or are you not even given that material, you know, up front? Um, mm-hmm. Do you have the ability to, like, you know, learn how to potty train, learn how to do these things by yourself, learn how to walk, have that um, beginning sense of autonomy? Or are you not able to do that for whatever reason? Psychological theories are all, again, like, theories. So it's not a, like, direct correlation as to how you are as an individual, but... I think it just strikes me here where we have our main cast who is like 17, 18, constantly presented with this idea of like, oh, what are you going to do after high school? What are things going to be like once you graduate? Contrast that with now. So where the big thing is like, oh, you're going to go to middle school soon. You know, you're going to have your school uniform. You're going to be learning how to do things. And it's a contrast ultimately in what the focus is where for Nauta it's more so like you know do I still stick to this idea of seeing myself as an adult or do I ultimately accept that I'm a kid who's still learning what I am and I'm not good at and then for our main cast and our main girl whose name totally um does not escape me and I know exactly Kana Boon yeah Kana for Kana, her case is more just like, well, who am I? And what do I think I am able to do? And we kind of get there where it's like, you know, in trying to help out um, for the fashion show for Mosan, she's kind of like, you know, I like helping other people. That helps me take care of things. And I know that if I can't do anything else, I can at least be there for the people that I care about and ask them to be involved in their lives. And I really love that they tee it up 
and in episode five pets is just like dude you're just doing this for yourself you constantly intrude in other people what do you actually want to do for yourself how do you feel like who are you ultimately at this crossroads and if i'm gone like you know i'm still gonna be me i'm still gonna live the way that i am but what are you gonna do and it's such a hard-hitting moment that i really appreciated and it leads into an episode where you know at the end of the day Kana's still learning this about herself but there's at least a confidence in the unknown that wasn't there in the beginning i i really like the um yeah like i like the idea of like herself like discovery coming in a form of like her realizing like well that is like a part of me you know like that that part that likes butting in and wants to help people like i love doing that um and i like how that's expressed also because oftentimes it's like in a lot of anime like this the message is like (laughs) and now you're going to do something completely different you need to become a selfish person or something you know like stuff like that and they, they don't do that here which i liked um i also just like the idea of like I really liked episode five uh, from the idea of just like her actually realizing like she doesn't know her friend, right? Mm -hmm. Her like her best friend. She doesn't actually know her. And I think that's like a really interesting angle that they don't they don't all the way go in. But it's an interesting angle that got me thinking about it of just like this idea of the school friends who like you are all friends by convenience, fundamentally like or just by like circumstances rather like you are you are getting along and you are talking with each other and you are like having these things and stuff in a lot of cases like obviously with some people you grow deeper you get along and stuff like that but other people like you're just there because you're young right you don't know what you want which is the further theme of the show um but i really like discussing something like that because i feel like there's such a fixation specifically in Japanese high school media, which there's a lot of that. Like these are the people you will be with for the rest of your life. Um, And that's a nice romantic idea. Mm -hmm. But like when it comes to realism, like at least for me, it's like, I know I, I have one person from high school. I still talk to. And it's like that. That's just normal. That's, and that's fine. Like, I, I liked that angle of intersecting with the pets plot of just being like, like, she leaves. She's just gone. And, like, you didn't even really know her. And that's fine. You know, like, in the end, like, you, you had the times together. And, like, maybe that didn't mean as much as whatever, but it meant something to her. Um, I don't know how to express this thought specifically, but I, I just liked that angle of, like, this idea of, like, high school friends don't have to be your lifelong partners. <laughs> They don't have to be your JRPG party. No, yeah, like, uh, I don't know, like, I was talking to a friend pretty recently about something like this, and it's just like, relationships are one of two things, e- either, like, either they end in some way, or one of you dies, like, all relationships end at some point, and, you know, it's all about what you take from those relationships into your next ones that that, that really yeah. matters. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I liked I really liked that angle of it, and I liked that it wasn't just like purely to the exclusion of like like it, it being one of the four girls. I think is a really smart move instead mm-hmm. of just separating her from all of them because it's like the other two girls they're just vibing, you know, <laughs> they're there. Yeah, they 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 overcame their struggles and they're dealing with it and they're just happy to be around her because they're happy for what she did for them, you know, like and pets is like what could what could she have done to help her with that situation? Yeah, and like. I could also see, like, on on another angle, like, the, this idea of Pet's resentment to an extent of, like, you're helping all these people, and then I'm just here in this, like, nightmare rich people situation that uh, I don't really like, but, like, you never even ask, you know? Um, it was good. It, it, was, it was ideas, you know? <laughs> like, that's just what I was thinking. Like, the whole time I was watching Alternative, I was like, oh, my God, you're having ideas. You're expressing themes through events that are occurring. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. this is crazy stuff. I couldn't believe it. Um, yeah, I, it was much better. It was much better. Like, again, I, I said, like, I don't know if I, if I, like, super like it or if it was just, like, watching Progressive was so bad that I was just like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Like, you can execute on this concept. You can execute on the idea of what a new Fooly Cooly would be. Yeah. Um, it also just had, like, it had space. And that was the thing that Progressive lacked so much of. Yeah, definitely. Ugh. Um, LV, 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 uh... What what are your thoughts on progr- uh, alternative? I keep yeah, I, I, I was about to uh. the name. T- uh, well, <clears throat> I guess my <clears throat> I guess my overall like opinion, just encompassing what everyone else has said already, is that yeah, it's definitely a far stronger introspection of I think you know kind of the loose themes FLCL wants to convey compared to what. Um, progressive was trying to do um and i think it's a a much stronger foil to the original series in its exploration of a group its exploration of like a much better kind of portrayal of like a female perspective of concepts of maturity and what growing up and moving on means Mm -hmm. um i especially agree with the discussion around pets specifically i i think in a lot of ways the character pets and Mamimi from the original series kind of do kind of coincide with each other. They kind of go along the same parallel of being that character as John has mentioned, you know, kind of being that mm-hmm. symbolic character of like, this is a person in your life that will come and go. But in a lot of ways they will change you in the, you know, in ways you may or may or not expect, but that doesn't mean they're like a permanent fixture in your life. And, and in that regard, they have like their own battles going on that, is not necessarily the responsibility of the main character to fix and neither should be, um, you know, compared to Naoto, who is just the kid who's just like, oh, okay, this girl is, this older girl is being fucking weird with me. And like, I don't know how to respond to this verse, you know, and then compared to Kana who wants to try to fix everything, be that people fixer. And then her having to learn to let go mm-hmm. and kind of moving on from that, um, you know, just agree on all accounts. It's perhaps, again, not an amazing series, you know, of course, you know, not an amazing series, again, that could stand on its own. And again, this is something I, you know, would have not probably stood on its own if it were not part of like an FLCL bigger, you know, umbrella. 
Uh, but for sure, again, because of like, if we are comparing this to progressive, especially alternative to progressive, like it's definitely a far stronger series. Um, you know, and on the notes of, you know, Haruko, especially like it, it you know, when Maverick some complaints about like, progressive just has too much lore and why 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 did lore die ends up not like you know it ends up falling apart or like the concept of like trying to bother touching upon the idea that flc has lore is laughable um haruko is like working in a role that makes sense for what this character should be if like re retroactively there are more flcl stories she should be a cipher and that's what i felt like she was mm -hmm. she should be just a weird wacky alien that is kind of intervening upon these mundane lives of these characters. And that's it. Like, I, again, that's what kind of makes the whole thing going on in Progressive insane that they really tried to give her some sort of strange agenda that, <laughs> like, big, big, deeper, like, like, conflict that is, that is very off-putting, right? Mm -hmm. In regards to what, what translates <sighs> as, like, a bizarre, obsessive love, if not chase for yeah. this like you know you know this you know this amorphous figure that they keep alluding to throughout flcl adam-esque um and it's like where did that come from <laughs> you know again which coincides with going back to the weird marketing of the show like was this a prequel was this a sequel what is going on and again going back like this this is not something that should have like thoughtful or and should not have just should not be like strung out in a way you know like that it really should just be at its core, right? I, you know, where, where I think it succeeds, like with this basic concept, like, okay, here is a problem or a series of problems that is kind of um, over, you know, overseeing these group of adolescents or these group of people that are kind of going through a transition in their life. And here's this weird supernatural outer, you know, outside character being thrown in to kind of stir up everything. And hijinks ensue. That's it. Because it's uh, it's not like she even does anything. I mean, right. like I think about, or rather, her like Arca's purpose, or at at her best, is when she is like antagonistic of sorts. But yeah, even then, yeah. it's not like inherently like I don't know. I, I find it funny that the gag for alternative was that they all just knew who Haruka was. Yeah. <laughs> even though it's never been like established. It's like oh, it's her. Yeah. Yeah, like, they, they just knew instinctively, and it's funny because of the way that it comes up everywhere else, and even then, like, it, like for most of she wasn't even an antagonist. She's just like, oh, I'm going to wear your stuff out on the uh, runway, and that'll be my bit, and I ruined the show, but, you know, that doesn't really affect you. Mm -hmm. Just, like, that really made me think just now also of, like, you're talking about like how she is in and progressive it's like you if they wanted to do something this is what gets me about like how nothing the show is if they wanted to do something about her being separated into two halves the needy half and the professional half or whatever for lack of a better adjective the, the side that wants to move on and the side that wants to get back with your shitty ex yeah and the side and that gets like, back with your shitty ex wins but yeah yeah like but like like this idea of like they combine and then it's just the same so it's yeah, like is that even that combining <laughs> oh no because then they try and get about that where it's like she's prego for an episode and oh that's... yeah <laughs> talk about the pregnant episode yeah her food baby her, her it's, it's genuine a more food pregnant baby episode. let's be specific here she ate 
yeah. that woman. <laughs> no, she eats Jinyu, and then, like, that's an she issue until she throws woman. up Jinyu, I guess, and... <laughs> There's so many. Off the shits. That, I don't know what they were thinking with progressive. It's just... I, okay. Okay. Actually, that did remind me. I have ex- I have one other problem with alternative, and this is a very minor problem. Mm-hmm. It's not a real big deal. She just yells references when they're doing references. Yeah, like when she just jumps and yells, "Michael Bay," <laughs> and like well, they're fighting a transformer. Yeah, like Star Wars. Wars it looks stuff. like a Michael Bay transformer. <laughs> like, may the force be with you, or yes. whatever she says. Fucking just lightsabers. Like, yeah. Okay. I mean, like, they, that was. I, I will say they, they do do that in the. Original. I was going to say that they do that in the original, so it, I can't get mad too much. But it's the one thing that it's like, hey, if these characters are going to grow up, can you also maybe? Uh, no, she's going to be some level of consistent, and, and I think that works. Uh, where she is at least a barometer of sorts, especially yeah. with like. I don't, it also cracked me up with like. Uh, the little brother, Kana's little brother, who just didn't care. <laughs> yeah, he didn't give a shit. I like when she's like, "Do you have a girlfriend?" Uh, yeah. <laughs> like she's just just like, "No way!" And he's like, "What?" It's like, "Yeah, nah, check it out." And he just holds up his gotcha game. Yeah. Um, I will say, uh, I did. We watch. Did everyone watch it subbed? Oh no, I did the dub. I did that did dub. dub. Oh, yeah, I did. Know yeah, it. I did the dub too. Yeah. I'm the only one who did the sub. Okay. 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 Yeah, loser. What are your thoughts on the dub? <laughs> I would argue the opposite because I, but I, I will grant that I did not watch the dub of Alternative. However, the first episode of Progressive caused like psychic damage to my soul. <laughs> I think. Um, I thought and it was I bet fine. the other ones weren't as bad, but the the first episode of Progressive. Something about Carrie Walgreen as as uh, Haruko uh, was bad. It was not good in that episode because mostly I think because she's pretending to be that teacher or whatever for it. Yeah, it it was not as good as the Japanese version. I will say that I think they were doing very different tones, and there it just sounded like she was doing. I I don't even know. I don't. I thought it was fine. It's fine. It's fine. I was just curious your thoughts. If you think it's fine, that's 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 acceptable. For me, um, I want you know when I watched the original FLCO again, it was the original dub, and perhaps for me, I didn't yeah I didn't think too much of alternative progressive. Like oh okay, it's fine, it's whatever. Um, and um, I don't know. I wish I could say yeah, Carrie Walker was consistent throughout all three series. However, watching the original, and I think that's why I'm blindsided here because it's like oh they were fine. I thought the original English dub watching it out that I, I thought it was not good. Uh, I <laughs> something about the voice direction, especially in that era of anime dubs, was was a hot mess. Uh, like it, it was it was it was kind of like all over the place uh, in some parts where it's like, oh okay, cool. And then some voice actors are over uh, pr- pronouncing Japanese words, and it's just, oh, what are you mm-hmm. doing here? So perhaps that's why it pales in comparison. And I was like, oh, okay. The, the alternative and progressive English dubs that were produced all these years later in recent history just felt like so much better in comparison to like an anime dub from 2002 or three, you know? And that could be just it to me personally. 
Nah, it's great. It still rules. Listen. <laughs> okay. Well, I was just yeah. like, oh, this is so no, this is so noticeable to me. <laughs> no, I'm sure. Like, uh, the original Felicity is dated as hell, and I'm not gonna like uh, argue that part too. But at the same time, there is such like a fluidity, and especially because of the fact that like the easiest ways I would say to digest fully coolly is to just think of it as like six extended music videos mm-hmm. yeah and yeah, yeah. yeah basically and, yeah because like mm-hmm. uh, go ahead go ahead <laughs> no i was just gonna say and like when you have a delivery that is like at least still rhythmically in sync and a part of it are definitely still like not strong like i would say mimi definitely has her moments where it's like yeah you know yeah late like what is going on or, here? It's the early two thousands <laughs> and like ADR as an industry is still yeah, being like developed. Like, people were figure people were making stuff up. They were pulling in ADR directors who like don't know what's you know, and and that's funny because you know and then yeah I felt like Mimi was the worst character and yet she was voiced by Stephanie Shea who is now basically a really good voice director these days. She like voice directed. Or had some ADR work, I think, for progressive and alternative, and she's she's pretty much just a voice director these days. And I don't know if she often pitches in on roles anymore, but it's just funny to see like yeah, her, it's her, one of those her own acting trajectory and her own improvement and her skill set like over the years too. Which again, not her fault. It just harkens back to like no one knew what the fuck they were doing with English dub voice direction like back then, right? Yeah, especially at a time where it's like oh, people do you want to see this or you know it's not just taking an entire cartoon from japan and adapting it so that it meets you know standards and practices for the states it it was an entirely new direction to regard anime and because of that you know part of the dub like i definitely didn't feel any sort of like creakiness with the dub i think like for progressive it is uh hidori or fucking uh cat girl is she voiced by um (laughs) is she voiced by like morgana uh let me did i get that right by by like from from the video from from what from the video game yeah 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 let me let me see i'll tell you in a second because that felt like that's where that was. Oh no, uh, Xanthi Hyun. No, it's Inori Minase. But no, Xanthi Hyun usually does a good job. And the English dub, yeah. Yeah, Allegra Clark oh, knocks it out of the park. I, I, I think most of the teenager characters are definitely like been the more recent new wave anime dub actors who who I felt like a lot of these like this particular past few generations of new uh, new names have been very good and skilled. I felt like. Um, mm. Whereas a lot of the older characters, yeah, it's like you're, you know, you got Yuri. No, no, Yuri Lowenthal was Marco. Um, I'm just looking at this cast now, but like yeah. I felt like some of the teenager characters are a lot of like, kind of not like the quote unquote household names of older dub actors who were actually more active back then. These are a lot of newer names or folks who used to just use more uh, bit player roles who are now kind of stepping into bigger cast roles, which is nice. Alternative so definitely felt like a very refreshing uh, yes. cast. Mm-hmm. Yes. I I felt like those voices were very naturalistic, too, in a lot of ways. Uh, the audio that I, I got to hear, like, a small amount of the audio for the English dub for Alternative, and I thought it was better. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'll say that at yeah, least. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Progressive but as also, a whole is just cringe. I, I yeah, I was going to say, like, I don't know if they had much to work thing, with to make it good. Every aspect <laughs> like, of it, then, I guess it's just not good. <laughs> I don't know what they were doing. I just, I, I don't want to, like, like linger on it too long. But, I man, no, like. I, I understand. Fuck. Like, I just, it's like, it's. And again, it's like technically it, speaking for progressive, she's called Haru Haraharu, but like I'm not again, you're asking me to think about lore, shut up. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't get that aspect of it. Like it's clearly like like you say like it's supposed to be like a music video and it's like that's true. That should be the level of engagement with it. It's like why are you pandering to the ashes in a coma people? <laughs> like they're not going all the way in that direction, but you know they basically are like in progressive with all the bullshit all the time it's like uh, alternatives way better it was i'm glad i'm glad that i watched alternative at least yeah it was its own nice little thing yeah. thank you my twilight and uh star overhead really good songs oh my god mm-hmm. the, the pillows still Absolutely. still crush it if they you do. can believe it yeah uh Hard to go wrong there, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, if that's all, I guess we can move on to our anime of the year stuff. If you guys would like to, I mean, we did technically get an opinion here for for okay. So so, Robin here, who who you live with Rose, so I'm just gonna say here. So yeah. she said she said the pillows are always a good band, of course, agreed. But then. Progressive killed my energy to give Alternative a try, unfortunately. I'm not sure why it got made when Fully Cooly was such a standalone thing. Like, yes, sure. D- did you just, like, watch uh, Alternative without her? And But did you watch Progressive yeah. with her? And she was just like... And I would say, like, half of progr- uh, Progressive without her. <laughs> she was just like, fuck this, I'm out. Threw in the towel. We, we, like, so, like, A, I kind of had to, like, I kind of put it off. And had to watch it all yesterday. We all and did for that. Except, yeah, well, um, LV, LV maybe not. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not LV, the consummate professional that she is. <laughs> no, I watched. Um, no, I watched it last minute. Also, okay, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. there we okay. go. So, oh, yeah. yeah, solidarity. Not the last five hours, but like, yeah, yesterday I was still finishing. <laughs> well, so yeah, like, I, I, I think it was just really boring. I think yeah, it, it just like it just bored, and we we have like we we're it, watching a lot it, of seasonal it, it's anime. It's like we'd rather watch is, that. It's telling that this is something that was only six episodes, and it was somehow hard to go through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we it watched, really like, was. Movies it felt like, and, like I I've always series. loved vegetables. To be clear, it felt like eating your damn vegetables as a child. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Like I was like, damn, I guess I gotta do it. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I struggled to say this because it's not that bad, but it was like. I think of how mad I got about Flowers of Evil, and I might be more mad here. I Uh don't know. Like, I might be more mad just by virtue of, like, I didn't think it worked, but they were doing rotoscoping and all that other Mm -hmm. stuff with that one, and they were trying, like, I thought it was stupid and bad and dumb and had dumb ideas, whatever. It was a bad adaptation, but, like, I don't even know what this was. <laughs> like, See, I what was it? I get side blinded by the blindsided by the fact that like I'll meet people who actually do like um the uh the adaptation. 
Or, like, people remember, like, oh, yeah, people hate it because it's rotoscoped. And, like, oh, that's silly. I'll probably check it out, maybe. And I can at least sit here and say, like, oh, no, I hated it so much. I sought out, you know. and, and Yeah, found... you sought the source material and you you, you liked that. Yeah, it, it was a weird, like, return of my investment, ultimately. But <laughs> what is there here? <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I mean, here in the songs. weird way, it's like, oh, progressive sucks so much that I'm already low expectations with alternative and then it just ends up being really nice yeah it's weird and it feels like ultimately like the the order for two series was already put down because it feels like you know 12 episode cores are just the way that you do things it's rare to see a six episode ova be ordered in the first place Mm -hmm. nowadays but in this case, especially since it was something that was um, requested by Toonami, and I think that's the other part that's like overarching in all of this, where it is kind of just spearheaded by the company that profited the most out of the uh, original like inception of Fooly Cooly, all things considered. And it's why we're getting shoegaze and grunge right. uh, this year, yeah. even. <laughs> Is when those are coming out. (laughs) But, like, I look at it and I see two stories and two ideas. What if we, you know, took the energy of the original and tried to translate it into 2018 when this originally came out? And then another where it's like, what if we take the energy of Fleekwoolly and used a new story in order to hit at some of the similar themes and you can see the results of that where and this is something i wanted to make into a video essay at one point maybe it'll come out again i have no idea um it's something that i could probably stand to think about but like my whole thesis is that you can't just make another fully coolie it has to come across as something that like wanted to be done and wanted to be given that purpose and progressive shows ostensibly you cannot just make fully coolie too alternative at least says like you know take the energy that's there and run with it so that you're able to make something all your own and i think if the latter at least showcased that for this upcoming project I'm at least somewhat hopeful about what's uh, in the horizon to come, but at the same time, it's still reliant on Haruka as like the centerpiece, and I feel like that's already the misstep in what's going on. But mm-hmm. literally, can't tell until it shows up. It is it's just uh, insane. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just like it's just insane. It is. Yeah, but I, I guess I guess at the end of the day, I would say you know maybe maybe do give alternative a chance. Like you don't, yeah, you don't just watch alternative. You don't have to like, watch. If you never watched either. Yeah, just watch. You're not missing anything. Like you're missing. If you watch the subs, it was Miyuki Sawashiro was genuine. That was really cool. But like you can see Miyuki Sawashiro be cool somewhere else. Yeah. They wasted that character design. They did. On nothing. Nothing. 
I just like if it's just super bizarre because if you like if you would ask me a week ago, John, are you looking forward to Fully Cooly Grunge and Shoegaze? I would have been like, fuck no, are you insane? And now I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, like kind of yeah, maybe. maybe might be good. You know, like I'm not I'm not like wait I'm not like, yes, give it to me. But I'm just like, yeah, when that comes out, I'll probably check it out. Maybe one of them will be good. I don't know. Which one do you think will be evil? I'm my bets on uh, Shoegaze being evil. Shoegaze sounds like the evil one, uh, the one that could be easy. I mean, gr- yeah. grunge, grunge sounds like they're gonna have fun with it. So let's see. That, that sounds promising, yeah. right? Yeah, grunge. just like from a namesake. Yeah. Like, yeah, wow, yeah, the yeah, fake yeah. my bloody Valentine fans in chat right now. <laughs> I love Shoegaze, I, listen, and they're. I love Shoegaze. I love Shoegaze also, but they, I think they're gonna be evil with that name they're gonna just be evil. yeah that's like, that's I, what i'm saying I, and i don't know there's no rhyme or reason as to why these are also named alternative progressive at all i think it was purely just random i don't think they thought about it i definitely don't think they thought about it so i mean no just way. despite all of us shoegaze is gonna be evil and bad see okay <laughs> that might be the possibility so the thing is that like <laughs> oh, here we go is that progressive feels like it was them continuing the same concepts as the original fully okay. fully and then All alternative right, okay. was just like a different kind of story from different the original Fully Cooly. Got it. Then okay. what the fuck is Shoegaze gonna be? <laughs> that, that's what I was saying. That's what I was gonna say. Is that like, you know, that made sense in that context. But now that they're making more, it's just like, yeah, I guess right. we're just gonna name it after Maybe genres not. of rock. Maybe yeah, like, it, yeah. <laughs> need like we need those that that post of the spotify insane music genres they give people <laughs> need like clown battle flcl clown battle music <laughs> yeah we need a dream core we need a fucking uh like like raps about minecraft youtubers uh FLCL. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's do it she basically does that at one point that is true she does she does just bust it down out of nowhere at one point which is pretty funny i'm not gonna lie um All right, yeah, I think it's time for us to run through our anime of the year choices. So I'm guessing favorite pick is not FLCL. Uh, <laughs> no. For anyone. <laughs> so that's what out of the way as a potential nominee. Yeah, The best assigned show. Yeah, let's go. It was, it's progressive. You know what Tommy lo- <laughs> No, I was glad that I watched it still. I, I'm sorry for my jokey jab at the beginning, yeah. Maverick. I'm genuinely still glad to have watched it. Oh, no. Again, like, I went into it thinking, like, oh, what's the way that I could, like, uh, hurt people for the new year? And <laughs> even even surprising myself, I got a decent <laughs> a time. <self-owned. laughs> um, well, thank you for your evil, I guess. Uh, I hope next time the, the, you get the yin-yang switch and it's good Maverick. <laughs> it's like I wanted to show you all something beautiful. Maybe I'll see what the uh, spirit uh, strikes. <laughs> we'll see what Gundam does to you. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, Maverick here. This episode ended up being a lot longer than we anticipated, so we've split it up into two parts. Thanks for listening to our breakdown of fully, coolly progressive and alternative. Up next is our rundown of anime of the year, along with the first assigned series of the new year. Catch you there.